Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And our Cowboys insider Bobby Belt is off today and tomorrow. Not really off because he's grinding at the Combine in Indianapolis, where Mike McCarthy was speaking yesterday. Good morning, Metroplex. Sean and RJ with you on your home of America's team. First time that Coach has spoken to the media since the loss against San Francisco, and he addressed the official departure of Kellen Moore to L.A. I think Kellen did an excellent job. If you look at the the way we played over the, the course of the last three years, um, you know, as a head coach, every head coach has a vision of how you want the football team to play, what they look like. Um, you know, our complimentary formula, complimentary football formula, I felt was the best this year, the three years. Uh, so um, I think every three, four, five years into your offense, you need to make, you know, pretty good, not significant, but changes and adjustments, tendencies and things like that. So um, I, I just I just felt this was a, a good time to make that change. With Kellen calling the plays, the Cowboys twice ranked first in yards, 2019 and 21. They ranked first in points once, 2021. They were 11th in yards and fourth in points this season. Though Dak threw a career-high 15 picks and, which everyone forgets, credit to Kellen, Cooper Rush played a number of games. A number of games, and the Cowboys still finished fourth in points. That's a heck of a resume on paper, in my opinion. Uh, But Mike McCarthy says, even after a while, you need to change things up. So how radical will the scheme change actually be? We played really good offense the last three years. Um, Like I said, I... You know, you look at our numbers just just in a run game from year one, year two to year three. This is, you know, I feel like we're in the in the in the arena of how we want to play. Um, so it, it'll be really just building off of that. You know, it's that, you know, we're not looking to have more than probably 30, 35 percent is, is kind of the number we've been hovering at is how much change uh, we want um, for the current players. So, yeah, we're not looking to have wholesale changes. OK, 30, 35 percent. But this is all leading towards the handoff. 
He's talking about complimentary football. He's talking about Kellen wanting to go ahead and light up the scoreboard. So tell us, Coach, our weekly Friday guests during the season here on Sean and RJ, how are you really going to be different from the offense that's been here? There's some things that conceptually that that I'll believe in more in situational football than that may have happened in the last you know three years. But, you know, let's let's be honest. I mean, you know, um, I had all the input that I wanted the last three years too. So I, I think clearly when you look at the way Kellen coordinated in 19, um, I mean, just look at our run totals the last three years. You know, it, you know, we were, diff- were a different offense in 22 than we were in 2020, and and that was part of the evolution of being more balanced, more complementary football, um, not as wide open in the, in the, in the drop back, just like our drop back passing in normal down. So, you know, you look at all those things. So, uh, but I'm really looking forward to the critique from you uh, of, of how, how different it is. So, <laughs> And then the quote that set it off. I've been where Kellen has been. Kellen wants to light the scoreboard up, but I want to run the damn ball so I can rest my defense. RJ Choppy, the floor is now yours. He wants to purposely score fewer points. Um. Okay. I. I. I mean, far be it for me to criticize a coach who won twelve games in back to back years. But I'm just trying to think. If I've won twelve games in back to back years, I don't want to change something. I don't want to change anything. Um. We know looking at run totals is a faulty way because if you're leading, you're going to have more run totals than if you're trailing. And they've had more run totals year to year. It's because they've been better than they were in 2020. Uh, they had more wins. They have 12 wins the last two years. Makes absolutely no sense to me. Um, we, we got enough. We have enough information on this. The Cowboys were, were 13th in yards allowed. They don't have a good defense. They don't have a good defense. They don't have a great defense. Okay. Okay. In order to have this run-first mentality, you've got to have the... San Francisco 49ers defense. They don't have it. They were 13th in yards allowed. I'm sorry. That's not a good defense. That's a league average defense. Uh, They get some cool little, they get some pressures. They get some interceptions, turnovers, yada, yada, yada. They do that a little bit on the above average scale. But this is not the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, and, And you can't say year to year you have a good defense because it's never been like that. You're third one year, you're 12th the next. You're 18th one year, you're 7th the next. It never evens out. It never, ever, ever winds up being the way it was the previous year unless you're one of these legions of boom type thing. So do you judge defense number number one first by yards allowed or points allowed? I mean, honestly, neither. Um, you know, like neither's a great barometer because yards allowed a lot of times can be garbage. skewed based on, well, A, garbage, but B, you know, are you getting short fields? If you're getting a lot of short fields against you, you may give up more points but fewer yards. Right. Uh, if you have long fields against you, you may give up more yards but fewer points. Yeah. So it, 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 there's a very skewed philo- you know thought, thought there. I like more like DVOA. It's per play. They're pretty good. I mean, they're they're in the top six or seven, and that's great. They were fifth in points allowed at twenty a game. So they would probably point to that point scored. We're a top five defense just in terms of points allowed. McCarthy continues, I don't desire to be the number one offense in the league. I want to be the number one team in the league with a number of wins and a championship. And if we got to give up some production and take care of the ball better to get that, then that's what we'll do because we have a really 
good defense. So these sentences that just stuck the knife mm. in the offensive hearts of R.J. Choppy and Bobby Belt yesterday on the it's probably it's probably very good that Bobby is off today. Yeah, I mean, look, he may get he may have gotten run. The theory, in theory, it sounds nice, you know, like give your defense some rest, all that stuff. Um, when you decide to actively score less and shrink the amount of possessions, you allow for a greater margin of error to occur because now you don't have the point totals. You don't have that cushion. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs are not sitting here worrying about how much they're running the ball. They're trying to just outscore you. And a related story, the Chiefs, I think, won the title this year. Um, (laughs) Like, that's all they care about. Uh, The Philadelphia Eagles, yeah, they run the ball, but their main goal is not to run the ball. Their main goal is to score as many points as they possibly can. You, you 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 limit when Bill Parcells' philosophy of, you know, run the ball and try to win every game 13-10, that's great when you've got the 86 Giants defense for one, but also it allows for any sort of bad luck to creep up and spoil your entire day. Uh, like the, 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 the best, de- you know, San Fran had a great defense this year. Uh, the Cowboys had a, they had a really good, efficient defense this year. So did New England. Uh, really good, efficient defense this entire season. Uh, Buffalo, I mean, all these things. And these are all these were good teams. They were, but Kansas City was middle of the pack. Uh, Cincinnati was middle of the pack. Um, Miami, which had a really good season, was middle of the pack. Whatever up, you know, just give me the offense. Whenever this type of talk happens, I believe it's an indictment of the quarterback. They're trying to tell us. Uh, obviously, clearly, Dak is not Mahomes. And we need to take the ball out of his hands a little bit more. Coach, at the Combine in Indy, what does all this mean for number four? We all can use a new voice. You know, we all can use a a sense of motivation and challenge and so forth. Uh, This is a new challenge for him. Uh, These are his his words. He's very excited about it. Um, And, you know, I I just think like anything, he's he's had a chance uh, to to go from the different variations of the offense that was in place. He's getting ready to take another, you know, turn as far as the variation of of, of what we're getting ready to do. Uh, We're going to build it off of what, you know, he has established. You know, know, my decision to stay with with his concepts and so forth is still intact because I wouldn't have did what I did in 2020 if I still didn't believe in him and we obviously as an organization myself included uh, feel very strongly about him as our future and uh, we will definitely build this thing around him the, the, the Cowboys offense last year was 15th in efficiency that's that's the problem that that's the problem you got to fix okay get it more efficient every team in the Can final it- can it be more efficient with this approach? Like McCarthy keeps talking about, you know, limiting turnovers. So we're not going to be as wide open in the drop back. The connection he's trying to make mm-hmm. there is we're not going to turn it over as much with the passing game, with the turnovers. My counter to that would be last year, that that turnover amount is not really who Dak is. That, that was an outlier. No, and part of their part of their efficiency issues were were, were, were Cooper Rush when he was in. I mean, Josh Allen threw one fewer interception than Dak Prescott did. Nobody ever talks about that. And Buffalo had the second best, you know, the second most efficient offense in the league. I mean, Dak missed more games. And Dak missed more games. Uh, but every team in the final four was in the top six in offense. Only two were in the top ten in defense. You know, you're not going to get there based on your defense. You're going to get there because of your offense. We, we have, like, this is a different NFL. So, 
I mean, man, you y'all want to? You... This is a topic I've been scared to bring up. I kind of waited for Bobby to be out, so it wasn't two on one. So I would only, I would only catch the darts from RJ. And I've been wanting to ask this question. I've been saving it, and I'm like on the fence, and I might be leaning a little bit more towards McCarthy because my lack of faith in Dak taking the Cowboys to that special level that we should build this thing, try to build this like San Fran instead of KC. That we should try to load up on defense because Dak has had plenty of weapons. Uh, Choppy, I don't know. I don't know if my opinion of him would change if it was, you know, Justin Jefferson, CeeDee Lamb, and DeAndre Hopkins on this team. I'm, I'm just trying to answer that in my head. How much better can they actually get with Dak still being the guy to throw it? And if he can't take you over the top, maybe you should just load up on the other side of the ball with that offseason approach. I know that's going to make you sick and ill. The I, issue with San Fran is San Fran has better offensive weapons than we do. I mean, like, let's yeah. not, you know, the, the only thing they don't have is a better quarterback. They've got better offensive weapons. Debo is better than anything we have, and George Kittle is one of the best tight ends this game's ever seen. McCaffrey. And then you've got Christian McCaffrey. Like, we can't really compare. We talk about San Fran's defense. Their offense is what's what's driving that train. I mean, my goodness, those are weapons. But those offensive numbers, are they really that good? Well, again, they don't have a quarterback. Like, yeah. that, that's going to be the problem. So then them. the offense isn't driving the train, they, they're, right? They're piecemealing that thing together best they can. You know, that's, that's what they're doing. If they get a quarterback, I mean, forget it. Forget about it. That offense is going to hum to the point of Kansas City's. Well, look, Mike McCarthy at least is very happy. Very happy, it sounds like, as he's been in the lab and he's drawing up schemes. He's got the cocktail napkins for the X's and the O's. Coach says he's never had more fun being head coach of America's team. This is the most fun I've had since I've been in Dallas. I mean, just to be in the meeting room again with the coaches full time. Um, you know, we've been getting it, you know, just to go, you know, 8 to 11.30 and, and, and break, and it's you've been talking nothing but, you know, skiing. You know, I, I haven't had that. So um, so that, that part's different. But then, uh, you know, you have you know, all these great, great responsibilities here that you have to keep doing. And um, so you just you got you to delegate more. I mean, I, we have a good plan. Um, I, I think doing this in year four is totally different than, you know, would have been doing in year one, especially coming in with the pandemic and everything that we had year one. I'm inter- what a smart ass he is. He's just so dry, such a sarcastic smart ass. All my all these great responsibilities here. I'm interested to see if the Tolos are freaking out or supporting it because Bobby always says the fan text is a lot more negative towards Dak. So if that's the case, I think there could be a lot of support here for the Cowboys dialing it back a little bit to take the ball out of Dak's hands, Dak's hands a little bit more and protecting the turnovers in the pocket. Curious, 877-881-1053 on the truckwreck.com text line. Uh, They are, in large part, saying either no more excuses for Dak or let's let's try this out McCarthy's way. Um, You know, look, if you don't have a quarterback, this is the road. This is much more an indictment on Dak Prescott than anything else, these statements. Yep. This is only an approach you would take if you don't have a quarterback. Yeah. A special one. Yeah, I mean, and, and there's a handful of teams that have that. Yeah. This is this is not an approach you take if you've got Mahomes or Burrow, et cetera. But we believe, we agree. I got you to agree the other day. Dak is not like the man. 
So if we both agree with that, why not change? Why not try something different? Well, you could try something different. I'm just saying, like, you know, on average, like the, the if the the best running attack is about as good as the 17th best passing attack, like I, you're still better off throwing the football. And I don't think McCarthy would argue with that. He's just talking about, you know, the complimentary aspect. This is Michael Lombardi's, like, dream of a statement. We might have to get Lombardi on. Broadus is going to come on today. I can't wait. They're best friends. This is Michael Lombardi calls Kellen Moore joystick. He thinks he just plays football like a video game. But it just sounds counterintuitive, right? It's like Kellen wants to score and be the number one scoring team. I don't. It's just it's hard to wrap your head around. Uh, and then you got the true football guys who are talking about it being complimentary and know this is the way that it needs to be. Call to the game, not just to the stats. That's the football argument that takes place. 877-881-1053. So Mike McCarthy lighting up the microphone at the Combine. Man, we got a lot of legal issues to get to. Choppy and I both going to defend Jalen Carter as still being the top pick in the draft after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Scandal yesterday, and what is going on with John ja Morant acting like an actual gangster in the NBA? Next on The Fan. Bobby Belt out today and tomorrow heading to the Combine in Indianapolis. We'll check in with Roberto when need be. Because yesterday, uh, the big story that broke towards the end of our show was some people's number one pick, best player in the draft, Jalen Carter, getting in trouble with the law. We got scandals everywhere. We got Alabama basketball. We have John Morant. 
and we have Jalen Carter and Choppy. I think that both of us, it's a good thing Bobby's out because he disagrees with both of us. I think we're both on the same side that this shouldn't affect Jalen Carter's draft status after I read through all the different details yesterday. This was essentially a street race. That's what this was. This was Jalen Carter, top NFL draft prospect, uh, racing and charged with reckless driving and racing in connection with a crash that killed a teammate and a recruiting staff member. These kids, right after, good grief, the Georgia Bulldogs, after winning that title, went haywire. Yeah, they did. I saw the reports the other day of... Stetson uh, Bennett. What Stetson Bennett was like hiding here in Dallas when he got arrested. He was like hiding behind walls and not trying to come out, knocking on random doors right after winning the title. Jalen Carter and these two other guys decided to street race. Um, alcohol was involved. Right now, there's no alcohol being tied to Jalen, but they decided to get out there and go 100 miles an hour, and it went obviously uh, tragically wrong. And now here we are with all these questions for maybe the top pick. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, people lost their lives uh, in in a completely avoidable and senseless crash. Um, but I don't believe this necessarily should impact his draft status. If he goes to jail, I mean, there's obviously a different story there and, and an availability aspect that isn't that would be in play. Both these crimes right now are misdemeanors in Georgia. So yeah. he's not going to jail as of right now. Right. Reckless driving and racing misdemeanors. This is... And like, no alcohol involved. Right. This is not like, you know, premeditated murder is one thing. A, a An error in judgment, which which I believe this is. This is a judgment error. Um, Look, I've gone 100 miles an hour in my car. I went 90 miles an hour this morning on the way to work. I've gone 120 miles an hour in my car in the last year. Am I reckless with the driving? Yeah. I, you know, like like by the letter of the law, yes. A lot of people do that. Like, it would be very hypocritical for me to get up here and say that Jalen Carter should never work again. Right. It'd be very hypocritical of me to say that. Now, thank God I've never killed anybody with my vehicle. But it doesn't mean I don't drive very, very fast when when given an opportunity. I'm driving through Southwick, I won't. Okay? Because those cops are there. <laughs> but, like, how many... I mean, we've all hit 90 in our car. We, yeah. we just have. And, you know, I I would do it in high school. Jalen Carter is right there in college. So everyone's going to do stupid, reckless acts at certain points in times in your life. A lot of it is luck, you know. is uh-huh. is, is Are you going to hit something? Is something going to run out in front of you? Um, are you going to get pulled over when you have the weed in the car? A lot of it is luck. Uh, because we, we've we've all done this to some degree. D- dumb decisions are not exclusive to 21-year-olds, but damn, they got the market cornered on it, man. <laughs> okay, they make a lot of them. And this was a dumb decision. There's no doubt about it. I mean, how many times, though, have we said, uh, I'm glad social media wasn't around when I was 21? The SUV uh, struck a Georgia power pole and another utility pole, slicing the poles in half before striking a tree. That sent the vehicle spinning in a clockwise direction before it slammed into another tree on the driver's side where the two other guys were sitting. Now, Jalen Carter initially lied, all right? He said he was, like, in an apartment across the street, and he heard the sound, such a loud noise that he went out to the scene, and then he did admit to driving one of the other vehicles. He was driving a Jeep. 
They were racing. Did you see what type of cars they were yeah, in? Yeah, it was a Jeep Trackhawk and an Expedition. Those are just very odd street racing vehicles. <laughs> those those are, are not, big cars. Yeah, those are not vehicles that, I, that I've ever seen necessarily street racing. A 2021 Ford Expedition. And I don't know what a Jeep Trackhawk is, but I know it's a Jeep. It's, it looks it looks kind of like a Grand Cherokee, kind of like it, um, you know, in, that, in that same kind of SUV-ish mold. Are those I mean, cars that can be souped up to race? Oh, I'm sure you could soup anything up to race. Yeah. Um, but like, it, look, I mean, it's terrible. It was, it was a, it was a tragic mistake uh, on his part, and he will pay the price somehow for this. Um, I don't know. And I'm not. Look, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not excusing what he did. I. I all, I'm just simply saying, like, I hate to say, it, Dion kind of said this. If this was a quarterback, I would look at it much differently from his draft stock standpoint. Quarterbacks well, have it- to be solid decision makers. Mm. Defensive linemen. Eh, you know, whatever, right? You know, like, you don't have to be a great decision maker. Yeah. From a draft standpoint, okay, they should be treated the same in the court of law. From a draft standpoint, this is a quarterback. I look at it completely differently. I lived next door in college, named up to Dwayne Goodrich. All right, former cowboy. Killed two people in 35. Uh, driving drunk. Weaving in and out of traffic. There was already an accident on the on, you know, on the on the highway. And he went off the road onto the shoulder and ran over some people. And killed him. And he spent time in jail. And he should have spent time in jail. But I knew Dwayne. Like, Dwayne's not a bad guy. Like, Dwayne, you know, I, I've known, I knew Dwayne. He wasn't a bad person. He made a bad mistake. And, and, and he went to jail for it. He should have. He was drunk. Yeah. Okay? He should have gone to jail for that. Uh, it ended his career. Ended his career. I, I, I hate seeing mistakes at 21 ruin the rest of your life. Um, and it does, Again, it doesn't excuse anything. But, I mean, I would be very hypocritical. I've... Driven when I shouldn't have. I've driven at speeds I shouldn't have driven at. Like, it'd be very hypocritical for me to say this guy should not be drafted in the first round uh, because of this. This is the Jalen Carter accident that broke yesterday. One of the other guys' blood alcohol level was a .197, more than twice the legal limit in Georgia. But not his, right? No, they have not. There was no evidence that Jalen Carter had had been drinking or there was involvement with alcohol. That's what I read as of yesterday. And the SUV driven by the other kid was traveling at about 104 miles per hour before the crash. 104 in a Ford Expedition. Now, people are saying that that Trackhawk is like a supercharged Grand Cherokee. It's got like a 700 horsepower Hellcat engine in it or something like that. My gosh. That is that that is a powerful vehicle. I've just never understood racing unless you grow up like where I did. In a absolutely rural, nobody lives there, country road town. 10,000 people on back roads where your biggest worry is deer. That's it. A deer running out when you're going 90. I like. I, I just don't understand. Like here in DFW, even my buddy, my good buddy, like rips open his Porsche on the highway. And I'm like, I just think of cops. That's it. That's why they make fun of me with my conservative driving. I'm just always thinking there's a cop around the corner. I don't want to get pulled over. I don't want to deal with the insurance. I don't want to deal with the points. I don't want to deal with the money. I don't want to deal with the hassle. I don't want to deal with any of that, like, openly racing when it's not, like, just wide-open country roads where you can, you know, open it up, and you're probably not going to have cops, at it. and there's no street lights. but, and I don't know what this area was like here, where he was, but. It was in Athens, it was right? In Athens. Yeah, I mean, that's it's a college town. I mean, dude, you've got, you've got air. You can get out, you can get outside the outskirts of Athens real quick. You can get outside of the country real quick when you're in Athens. 
Um, look, it, it, it's a terrible mistake by a young person, and 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 twenty one year olds make a lot of the mistakes that are made in the world. Now, look, if the other Jalen Carter, I think Todd McShay has brought stuff up. Bobby has told us there's been some questions. If you have previous questions, maybe this, and you wanna you wanna drop him, you wanna ding him. This pushes you over the edge as a draft evaluator and a team. I get that. If it was just this incident. And his decision, when I sit him down, was to go too fast and race. I'm not I'm not dropping him. I'm drafting him where I was going to draft him. If that is my only concern and issue, I know this sounds cold. I have to I have to put to the side that someone lost their life with it. I'm just isolating on you racing. We, we you know, you decided to get out there and go way, way too fast, mm-hmm. which almost everyone in the world has done. This had the worst possible conclusion. I'm not drafting you. I'm not dropping you on my board. I'm still taking you there. I have much bigger concerns, and you agree, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't drop. I mean, look, street racing is is very, very dangerous. We saw this last week in Austin. There was a street racing thing going on here. Uh, they took over an entire intersection. Uh, we, we, street racing is not an uncommon thing. It's very dangerous. Very dangerous, and stuff like this can happen. You know, we saw we, we, you know, Paul Walker was not street raised. He was just going fast in his vehicle, lost his life. Uh, we've seen countless people lose their lives because of this. Look at Errol Spence. Two incidents. Two. That's right. Miles um, Garrett. His incident. Henry Ruggs. Henry He's Ruggs. He's still locked up. Man, I just yeah. don't know how. He was drunk, right? He had, he had alcohol in his system. I think Ruggs so. Man. I always try to think of, of, of my son. You got two of them. I'm like, how do I prevent these things from happening? How do I use these things to scare my kid uh, when it comes to don't do this? Uh, Because everyone is going to do. I mean, look at all the things that we've done and look at all the things that we got away with. Uh, And again, I just think a lot of times it's a matter of luck. Our kid is going to go 95 at some point. Is it going to end on it, man? Put a governor on that car. Oh, that's what you got to do. Like, there you go. I was like. My, you know, my, my son's he's like he's 13 he's like what kind of car am I gonna get I'm like dude I don't know man I'm thinking of giving him mine it's gonna have like 300,000 miles on it. my car goes too fast I, I would have to put a governor on this damn thing uh, I'm just gonna get him a golf cart that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna get him a golf cart he can go 25 miles an hour and I can sleep didn't he ask you for a golf cart he did he asked you can we get a golf cart so I can practice driving and I said how about we just go play golf <laughs> and you can drive on the golf course. How about How we you do that? go to a department store parking lot and practice in a real car? Yeah, we can do that. I mean, nobody goes to department stores anymore. The the the, the mall mall parking <laughs> yeah, lot. Yeah, mall probably, parking lot. Probably wide open. 877-881-1053. Truckwreck.com text line. I'd be much more worried. Not I'd be much more worried about Ja Morant than Jalen Carter. Ja Morant sounds like a real-life active gangster. If you put together all the different accusations and the latest one that came out yesterday, plus NFL players have graded all the teams, free agent options, the different decisions. The Cowboys aren't getting players because they're not classy and they don't bring the heat. NFL report cards, what all the players are saying about all the teams and the job Morant latest next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. What do the NFL players really think about the Cowboys as a free agent destination? I love this type of stuff. We got roaches. We have saunas. We have rat outbreaks. We have first class on airplanes, that's all coming up. But to tie together the Jalen Carter story, we got more legal stuff in sports. John ja Morant, this came out yesterday. John ja Morant was accused of repeatedly punching a teenage boy in the head and threatening with a gun, threatening him with a gun last summer, according to records obtained by the Washington Post. The incident reportedly came four days after another incident in which Jaw allegedly threatened the head of security at a Memphis mall. His mom had a run-in with someone at a shoe store. She called Jaw, and he apparently showed up with eight or nine of his boys. He's traveling around in what sounds like a real-life gang. The Indiana Pacers bus incident where the red laser was apparently allegedly being pointed towards the Pacers bus out of a vehicle that Jaw was supposedly in. Jaw's father trash-talking everyone, walking on NBA floors, getting into it with Shannon Sharp. It is one incident after another, Choppy, and I don't know whether I've missed the media coverage in Memphis, but I feel like, and this is my Kyrie Irving theory of going to a quieter media market, I feel like I haven't seen Jaw truly, like, answer for this, like in a sit-down interview, uh, and I'm getting, I'm getting Marvin Harrison-esque feels about Ja Morant. Ooh. I'm getting that's that's the last player that I got this type of feeling about. Marvin mm. Harrison, one of the all-time greats. There were stories written about him that he had like these car washes as cover-ups in Philadelphia and he was just sitting there like threatening people or getting people taken out or getting people beaten up and it's like Marvin Harrison? This guy didn't say three words in the no. league. And all these gangster stories are coming out like he's a mafia head. After he left the Indianapolis Colts, and this is happening with John ja Morant, not even in the prime of his career. Oh, Crazy. Not even close to the prime of his career. With the 17-year-old teenage boy. This was a, a game of pickup hoops at Ja's house. Morant allegedly punched him 12 or 13 times during a pickup game. He claimed Morant and a friend hit him so hard it left a large knot on the side of his head, which police observed themselves. They also said after the fight, Ja went into his house and reemerged with his hand on a gun visible in the waistband of his pants. Ja told people he was acting in self-defense. He said, I did swing first, but he thought the boy was the aggressor because he threw a ball at Ja's head and then stepped to him, pulling up his pants. The boy said, no, I was just checking the ball back too hard. I was just checking the ball back. Mm. Uh, as they were playing at John Morant's house. The ball slipped through Morant's fingers. 
according to the kid. And the kid apparently said, according to Jaw, I'm going to come back and light this place up like fireworks. So there were 12 or 13 punches thrown. And Morant, according to this guy, went into his house and came back with a gun. The mother incident took place at a finish line when she got into it with one of the managers. My word. This, this, it sounds like uh, a, this guy leads a, a a very interesting life, to say the least. Uh, very kind of in your face. For, will not back down to anybody. Uh, it, there's, there's some strange things happening. Like I heard nothing bad about John Morant for six years now. Yeah. Uh, for however long that he has been in the national news, which was you know, dating back to his time at Murray State. Never heard a word. Candidate for one of the faces, new faces of the league. Absolutely. And then, you know, the, the first thing is, okay, there's a little bit of a rivalry going with, with Golden State. And then, obviously, his dad was Shannon Sharp. That was, like, the first thing you saw. Then then other things come out. It's like, okay, what's going on here? Like, what what is what is Ja really, what's Ja really about? Interesting, you bring up Marvin Harrison. He would have been the last person I would have suspected. Yeah. To be some kind of a of a threat to society. A lot of this stuff sounds like I'm gonna use a key word here. Ooh. A lot of this sounds like Aaron Hernandez without the deaths. Aaron Hernandez was unable. Choppy, don't don't walk away from the microphone. If you watch <laughs> the Aaron Hernandez specials, he was unable to recognize himself as a public figure. Aaron Hernandez had to step back to everybody. You couldn't bump him out in public without him having to show off that he could beat you down or have you taken out. Yep. Right? Like, like certain guys, they're like, get out. All right. I'm out of here. See you later. I'm not even going to entertain. Celebrities and superstars, you're not supposed to react to the smallest little thing. But guys like Aaron Hernandez, this sounds like John ja Morant can't turn the other cheek, and he has to react and show his muscle, whether it's with himself, his firearms, or with his boys. That's what all this sounds like right now, that he's got to step to everyone and show how much of a, I mean, there's no other word for it. I know people get mad, of a thug he can be, like a real-life true criminal gangster, as Shannon Sharp tried to warn us about weeks ago on FS1. I wish Jobby realized that he's not a thug. Jog is a really Jog is a really good basketball player. Jog did everything he could to lift himself and his family out of this type of environment and to get away from this. And for some reason, he wants to surround himself with these type of people. Why? Bro, you not hard. That's not your life. People that in that life would give anything to be in your life. Great point. For some reason, you're worth 30, you're worth all, you got a $200 million contract and you want people in the NBA to think you hood. To think you gangster mm-hmm. because you roll with these type of people, bro. You putting yourself in harm's way when you don't have to. Nobody looks at you, John. Think, man, that's a thug. He hood. <laughs> he down. He bought that. You not stop pretending. All you do is yap and talk about. Oh, I'm gonna let him live to see another day. I'm gonna do this. You're not gonna do nothing. What you're gonna do is get yourself in trouble, put yourself and your family in harm's way when you don't have to. That was weeks ago, RJ. Weeks ago. And you have another John Morant story out there. I'd love to see a sit-down interview or someone press him. They need to send one of the big-time reporters out there to a Memphis press conference and press him like they do Kyrie. That's my opinion. Uh, look, I don't know whether it's been done. I haven't seen it. 
Part of me thinks it's Memphis media coverage, right? Oh, there is. There, there's no Memphis media coverage. It is. If this was on the Lakers right now. You have to. So the, the Grizzlies, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I do not believe there's another major professional sports team in Memphis. Uh, so you, the media there has to treat them like a college town. If you fall short of that and you do something to criticize, they could easily pull your credentials from you and you, you're, you're out. You're out, and, and and that's the worst thing you could be as a media member in Memphis. Yeah, uh, is is to be out on the Grizzlies. It's the only professional game in town. That's you why know, Mike Gundy bullies people because he can. That's why he likes to l- likes to run his mouth and bully a lot of these reporters who have n- nothing else and no power over their credentials in Stillwater. Colleges uh, have the ability to do that, and S- Salt Lake City, Utah, the Utah Jazz have the ability to do that. San Antonio has the ability to do any of these, you know, one pro team towns can do that with the local media. I have no idea what Ja really is like. I have no idea if Shannon's right that, you know, he is hanging around the wrong, you know, the people that he used to hang around with. And I know it's hard. I know it's hard to to, to drop some of those friends. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It, it's got to be hard. Got to be hard. Got to do it, though. I love this stuff. The NFL Players Association yesterday released their free agency report cards for all the teams. Players surveyed on topics ranging from quality of team facility to treatment of player families, and they were all ranked. The top three teams in order, the Minnesota Vikings, one, the Miami Dolphins, two, and the Las Vegas Raiders, three. The bottom three in order, Chargers, Arizona, and the Washington Commanders. Uh, it would not have taken me long to get to the Commanders <laughs> as to who would have been the the last one. I would not have guessed the Chargers. 1,300 players responded to this survey. 60 questions, treatment of player, families, food service, nutrition, weight room, strength coaches, training room, training staff, locker room, and team travel. How did the, 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 the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys rank? Pretty good. Pretty good. Wait, sixth. Count. I think they were sixth overall. Um, now they were first or tied for first in one, two, three, four, five categories. Treatment of families, a plus first overall in the NFL, man. One of these teams, I'll get it in a second. Apparently didn't have like a player's room, like a player's family's room in the facility. Women were breastfeeding in the public restroom because one of the teams did not have a player's Family yeah. area. Yeah, they offer a family room and a daycare. Uh, food service nutrition, A, tied for first. All three meals are provided. 100% of players say there's enough room in the cafeteria. Uh, so that's good. Weight room. Jacksonville was the one. They're one of 14 teams that do not offer a family room. Players' wives breastfed their babies on the floor of the stadium's public restrooms. Ew. Yeah. Weight room, A+, plus, tied for first. Okay, that's good. They've got one of the best weight rooms in the NFL. Uh, you know, all that stuff. How about this? Training room, a B, tied for eighth. Why is the training room tied for eighth? Well, interesting. Uh, they do. They are one of six teams that does not provide a sauna. They have oh. a steam room, but not a sauna. How do the Dallas Cowboys at that facility... At that, you can you can buy a standalone sauna for like four grand. How does that facility not have a sauna? I hate steam rooms, but I like saunas. Like 
I, I've I've thought about building. I've thought about putting a sauna right there at my I house. Guy. I got a guy for you. Really? Yeah, I got a guy for you. Look you up. Um, you got a sauna guy? I got a sauna guy. So yeah. impressive. Yeah, yeah very. So impressive. Same guy as the bed guy. Sell saunas there too. Same. Sell saunas and beds. And beds. Just call up scooter. One one stop. Call up scooter. Um, how does the Dallas Cowboys at that facility not have a sauna? How does Mike McCarthy not say, "Dude, Jerry, that's my workout." Like that's a, that, that's a perfect Mike McCarthy workout. Yes, is sitting in the sauna. Yes, LA Fitness has one for men and women in the locker rooms. <laughs> How does Jerry Jones at the at the Star not have a sauna? Training's- that's got to be our question next time we see Jerry. How do you, or Mike? How do you not have a sauna? How do you not? How? Yeah. Uh, locker rooms A plus tied for first. Training staff A minus tied for fifteenth. Fifteenth uh, sounds bad, but an A minus is a great grade. Team travel. Uh oh. Team travel. A C minus, and a C minus. Sean is tied for twenty third. Why is it a C minus? Wow. Seventy eight percent of players feel like they have enough room to spread out. They do not require roommates. Some, several teams require teams to have roommates on the road. But the Cowboys are one of seven teams. They have to have roommates on the road. Some do, like us. Some do. The Cowboys don't. Or like the nosebleeds. Yeah, one of seven teams that do not offer first class seats to their players. So the players, when you walk in the Cowboys plane, the coaches sit in first class. Okay, have you ever been on the plane? Uh, yeah, one time. Okay, so like, are how how is it a regular plane? Are the regular seats first class seats, and then the first class seats are even bigger? Like these these guys are not sitting on on a on a Frontier Airlines seat. It's it so the one I went on. This was years ago. It was an American Airlines plane. Um. It was like it was pretty much just like a, I think it was a triple seven. It was a regular flight, um, but they or it was a seven fifty seven at the time. Those guys are sitting in those seats. One, you have a middle seat between you, right? So there was nobody in the middle. Oh my lord! So they had the they had the coaches in the front, and I think an injured player on the way home was allowed in first class. Like if you had like a if you like broke your leg or tore it, whatever it was. Um, and then you had the media in the front of coach or economy. Uh, and then the players behind that. That this was years ago. Now they've upgraded a lot. I think they have a triple seven. There's business class seats, so somebody could do that. But okay, you know, there's a lot of people that flight. The Mavericks, the Stars, they they have you know the Mavericks plane is really really cool. They've got uh, like they've got all first class seats. These chairs are on a swivel. There's tables. Wow, that's it's, the Mavs. That's the Mavs, and it's, it's their own plane. It's very cool. At least it used to be. But overall, good grades for the Cowboys. Uh huh. According to free agency very report good. cards that were released. Yesterday, the Tolos are reacting to Mike McCarthy changing the offense. How is he going to do it? Wait till you hear the comments. We'll hear from the Tolos. The Stars get a win. And what's going to happen to the Mavs tonight with a rested Joel Embiid at the AAC? Headlines with Sean and RJ next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 